All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good, good night. Whatever it is, we are when y'all hearing this, man. We we want to let y'all know, we, you know, we on here. You know, cooler convos. Jr. and Nikki, ready to get this thing going. Um, we got a lot of things we want to talk about, but we have to narrow it down. Obviously, we got a time frame, but that we're working on. So we want to just get right into it. Um, mm-hmm. Our inspirational message for the day. Good morning, good morning. Come on, Nikki, what you got for us? What you got? I'm thinking today, let's go with something basic that means a whole lot to a whole lot of people, cool. and that is the golden rule. Mm. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's so deep. You know, it's so funny how simple that is, like you said, it's basic, mm-hmm. but it's so deep, though. I mean, like, right. golly, if you, if people, if literally everybody did that, I mean, we would literally have everything better. Right. You know, it'd be so, you know, things would be so much better. So mm-hmm. I, I love that, do it to others that you haven't done to you. Um, it goes back to, well, it kind of takes us to something that we may not have been planning on, but mm-hmm. I think it's good. Um, self-love. Yes. Self-love. So, okay, if you love yourself, if you know your worth, right, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, then you're going to respect yourself. You know what I'm saying? You're going to know, you're going to know what you're worth. You're going to respect yourself. And that way, if you do the golden rule, you will treat others the way you mm-hmm. respect yourself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What, what you think very about that? Very good. Very good. Very good. I'm, um, I've always liked that quote, like that saying, uh, like that scripture, mm-hmm. you know, so I've always, um, I've always thought about that and tried to, um, balance it with my life, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't require a lot from people right. and I don't want them to require a lot from me. Yeah, real talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it's in, you can lose friendships having a thought process like I do, you know what I mean? And sometimes it happens, yeah. you know, and you know, and it's okay with me, you know, cause I'm okay. I'm good with God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Talk. I'm a good person all the way around and you know, I try to do good by people, you know what I mean? But I, I don't like a lot of pressure. Right. You know what I'm saying? We already have life issues and, you know, life circumstances, our kids and, you know, husbands yeah. and marriage and all of yeah. that stuff, wives, you know. We have a lot going on, you know, family and stuff like that. So I just, you know, I try to treat people the way I would like for them to treat me, you know. That's why I try not to put no demands on my friends. I try yeah. not to put no demands on other people, you know what I mean? Yes. I try yes. to live my life for me. And my family, and that's what I like for other people to do. You yeah, know, it's but, funny when you say that. I'm thinking about like, um, like people ask me a lot of times, like, like a best friend. You know, me and this cat, we've been. I mean, we we first met when I was like 12, 13 years old, and I I didn't like him. He didn't like me. Our families, we both had large families. Mm-hmm. His family was the largest family in the church, mm-hmm. and my family was a large family coming to the church. The new, you know, and it was weird because I know we, you know, he. It was dumb because a lot of it was over stupid stuff like mm-hmm. you know, um, you know some it was kind of rumored that he was cool with with these guys from this one gang mm-hmm. and it was you know my people I was cool with you know from different gangs that we kind of I mean you just, it was just weird you know right, growing up right. in Tulsa gang culture it just affects so many people and it was dumb mm-hmm. right so that wasn't the biggest reason but that was one of the things like oh man yeah I heard he cool with these cats and mm-hmm. it was dumb so right. anyway we stayed we, we became friends you know um, we stayed friends forever you know still friends mm-hmm. and the funniest thing about that um, my son even asked me he's like dad so how y'all, how y'all been friends so long mm-hmm. you know and I would tell him I said because we never make ourselves a burden on each other. See what I'm talking about? We know, I, all these years, you mm-hmm. know, our friendship goes over 20 years, almost 30, well, not 30, but it goes close to 30 years. And it's right. because we literally have never made ourselves a burden on each other. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I think that's like you were saying, like, 
you should not want to be a burden on nobody. Right. You should literally not want to be a burden on nobody. And some people are cool with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm talking about, like, you're going to be down in your life at some point. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you need a transportation help. You may need mm-hmm. money every once in a while. But, you know, it's, it's a difference when you know you can go to somebody and say, look, man, I ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, and then they, they, they freely, you know, will give to you. And then they know not expecting nothing in return, they know that if they needed it, they ain't got to worry about it. They ain't got to chase you down for it. Right. And I think that's, it goes like what you're saying, like not being a burden on people. That, that, that was, to me, it's critical. I, oh man, you know I, I hate you, that. You made a really good point with that not being a burden on people. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is why I love this format that yes, we have. Yes, I do too. You always bring up something that would bring something back to me and something I always think about, but I'm not thinking about it at the time. Right, right, me too. I always do it. So, being a burden. I remember when I was, uh, remember I told you that story about um, me growing up and how I was a really good kid and everything? Yeah, yeah, heck yeah. And how I always thought about my grandparents Mm -hmm. and the people that loved me. Yes. Because I was a really loved kid. And um, I always thought about, before I did things, I always thought about how it would affect my grandmother or oh, how man. it affect my grandparents, you know what I mean? Or my yeah. aunt and my uncle, you know what I mean? I always thought about that. And I'm not sure how I got that that feeling, you know what I mean? And right. I wish that I could have, you know, instilled that in my children and, and things like that. However, I, I don't know why, but even as a little kid, I would, you know, I would get in trouble for certain things, right. you know, but, but I can count on one hand how many spankings or whoopings I ever got in my life. Seriously. Seriously. And that's like between my grandmother and my other grandmother. You know what I mean? And I had real ass grandmothers. You know what I mean? Yeah, heck yeah. So, um, but I really did think about that. And so when I was about 19 and I started dating and getting out and doing little stuff or whatever, I immediately started thinking about finding my own place. Oh, man, that's real. You know what I mean? Wow. I, I, I was going to school and stuff like that. Right. And I immediately started thinking about that because I knew under no circumstances would I get pregnant. Right. Have a baby. Under your, and yeah. bring it to my grandparents' house. Golly. You know what I mean? That's so it talk. was just like, you got to figure out a way to take care of yourself, provide for your family, mm-hmm. and, and, and do it on your own. You know what I mean? And a lot of people wasn't thinking like that right. at that age, you know what I mean? But that, that was my thought process. I was ready to start my life. Exactly. And get from under my grandparents' roof. Because I saw that struggle, you right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't let me see it. Right, but you're just You know what I mean? But I knew what it was, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? I always know something. So, uh, yeah, but... Yeah, That's I crazy. really, yeah, I, I really, uh, I like that. And and this actually, it's not even the topic for the day, but it's a really good topic because it could actually, we could take this all day long. Real time, you know they I mean? ain't never lie about could. that. It's we so could take deep. this all day long because people put so many pressures on other people. Yeah, that you just, I, so people ask me things sometimes that there's no way on earth I'd ever open my, ass, my right. ass. The, 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 the nerve. Right, right. The, the, <laughs> no, but check, you, 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 you got me thinking too. Check this out. So this is, I mean, this is a, we had a cat that my wife and I was like, you know, we're going to let this dude, let him stay with us. It's a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, cool, you know, friend, he was cool. We yeah. went to college together and uh, he was cool, you know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't just you know, the best of friends, but he needed, he needed a place to yeah, live. Yeah, y'all were helpful people, though. Man, but we try to look out. Right. And this cat, you know, he had he had no problem with staying with us, and um, 
not trying to look for a job and talking, talking about, about you know he was going um i mean you know they tripping in his job or when he did get a little 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 job he had a little job at subway or something mm-hmm. and he was like you know they don't want to uh man they, they didn't boss is tripping because he i'm trying to go on vacation i'm like hold on homie man come on you want to go on vacation and you, you stay with somebody started, you just, just started a job okay and you mad <laughs> i'm like you you you, you were grown you know what I'm saying? And, and it was mm-hmm. i remember that and he really Felt really strange when I was like, "Bro, this ain't you can't do this. Right? You can't, you know, you can't, you can't stay with somebody and then think, you know, you ain't gonna contribute. Right? You don't get a full check if you live with somebody. You feel me? Mm-hmm. If you're living with somebody, how do you have a nerve to be comfortable saying, hey, man, you know, uh, I'm going out? How you, you tell somebody you're gonna go out of town on a vacation? Mm-hmm. You live with them, okay? And you mm-hmm. keeping your whole check and you ain't contributing nothing. Right? See what I'm how do you about? have a nerve to, to open your mouth to say? That you going on a vacation or you finna mm. do, I, I I don't understand the nerve because I wasn't I wasn't raised the way and I and I, I do understand other people raised differently but right. I just, Nikki it's just crazy to me it's crazy how you can open your mouth and say the things some people say it's so funny because some people are quote unquote users oh yeah you know what I mean and yeah. don't even know it they don't know it don't even know it yeah you're right you know I went <laughs> there was a those are the worst kind there was a situation where. Um, I remember, you know, traveling to visit some friends and, and family or whatever. And you know how some people just say, you know, y'all come on, we're gonna pay for everything. Yep. Don't mm-hmm. even sweat it, we ain't doing no tripping, this, that, and the other. Some people take that literally. They sure do. They take that they take literally. It to the highest level. Yes, they do. You know what I mean? Yeah, they do. If somebody say, okay, well, you stay with us, you don't need to get in a hotel. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. You know what I mean? However, that don't mean help yourself to everything oh in the house. God, right. That don't mean oh. walking around folks' house and just just oh, acting man. like you live here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and get up, go make a sandwich at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, shit like people just don't have. Oh, that's insane. What is it called? It's insane. Just, I, I, just, I just don't get it. Oh, go to man. dinner, pick up the tip, do something. something like, you know what I mean? I mean, clean up. Go clean up. Offer to clean the kitchen up. Do, I mean, you know do what I'm saying? Something. You know what's funny? Just because we somebody say I'm a duty. I never. You I'm don't the, have to drain the life the, out of. But life. But here's the thing. People, it's different mindsets people have. Some have. They literally, you know, nowadays the term savage is a popular term. It's right. savage. But there's some who really got a savage mentality. It's like real ass savage. I, I mean, out serious. There. They don't have no shame in that. I mean, Beast mode savage. We would go to when we were little. We would go to McDonald's or any mm-hmm. little fast food place. You know, always a bunch of kids. So we on 99 cent menu. But we would take our wrapper and the mindset was automatically we knew you clean up and put this trash up right. even at little McDonald's or Wendy's mm-hmm. right? right because it was a natural thing that's how we was raised like right. you don't I mean, even though yes that's their job because mm-hmm. you know, they hear people say that's their job to come with the trash right. but you know what we was taught look man you get it up don't make somebody's job difficult yeah that's right. their job you know what I'm saying but why do you gotta make it that much more difficult to come pick up all your chat trash and right. extra it's their job to clean up the store behind nasty yeah. ass customers, <laughs> not behind people who know what the hell they, they know doing. know what you're doing. If you, everybody yes. did that, the people would never stop and working. No, man, I'm telling you, and you, the food would really be, it'd be worse. You know what I'm right. saying? Because they would Definitely. be, man. But okay, you know what? This is okay. Like you said, okay. we can do this all day okay. long. Okay. Let's get on topic. What topic okay. we're talking about all today? Right. Office politics. Woo, do unto others. Office politics. Yes. Do unto others. So it's so many angles we can go with this office politics. I know mm-hmm. some people may hear that because of the climate we're in mm-hmm. t- today. They may think, oh, political. We don't, we ain't, this ain't Republican, Democrat. We can care less about that. That's for a diff- different show, a different time. We're talking right. about office politics and the games that are played in corporate America. Right. Um, in offices across the country, right? Particularly call centers. Oh, Lord, call centers. I mean, where do we start? I mean, it's so much. 
I remember you told me. <laughs> you remember uh, our manager um, yeah. at the time uh, that we did this podcast? Yes. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I our manager told us, um, you know, we we are over 30, 35, mm-hmm. 40 years old. You know, so we've been doing this type of thing, what, 15, 20 yeah, years? Time, you know what I mean? Time, yeah. So he said to me, uh, yeah, Nikki, um, you know, where do you want to, what else do you want to do in the company and, you know, how you want to go forward and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, you know, I got a couple things I want to do, you know, whatever. So he said, um, well, I tell you what, you decide what path you want to go and then you just email me and your current supervisor, your resume, and we're going to look over your resume, critique it, maybe go through some training and do some, <laughs> um, do some, some mock interviews and yeah, this, that, yeah. and the other. I'm looking at this nigga like, what the fuck? Okay, really? What? It's insane. Don't make me tell you how old I am and how many years I've had my own resume and interviewing skills writing class. Are you kidding me? I worked in the workforce almost 10 years. Who do you think you are? He assumed. Know me. He assumed. Know me. That you are just coming in, not knowing. You know, you're at his mercy because you're not in a management position. But this is... This is what we are, yeah. Office politics. It's assumed by management in most cases, you know. And I, as a a manager and supervisor, I've been, I've been in that role, you know. And I'm sure you've been in that role. But the mistake, in my opinion, when people assume that people who are uh, under them and their employment status, they assume they don't, they don't know nothing. Right. And you can't assume that because you could have someone. I I had a dude before, as 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 a manager. And at Experian, I worked at mm-hmm. Experian uh, Credit Bureau. It was a great place to work. I loved mm-hmm. it. Had a great time there. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, I had a guy come in there with his master's degree. Okay, and no, normally the requirement was, you know, some college hours were required mm-hmm. to work there at a high school diploma. It wasn't like a huge degree-based uh, mm-hmm. place to work. Mm-hmm. But this guy had a master's degree working on his doctorate, and he came in, you know, on the bottom, you mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. he just was work hard and silently working. Started from the bottom. Started from the bottom. Yeah. But you know, the thing is, the problem was with a lot of people was that, yeah, you know, he came in, he had a conference conference room. He said, you know, I just hate that, you know, when I talk to the managers here, you know. They assume that I'm just a guy coming in with, you know, with no experience, no knowledge. Kind of like what you were saying. Mm-hmm. He was, people were assuming that about him. Is this the same guy that was like homeless or whatever? No, oh, that's a different one. That's oh, okay. a whole other situation. Okay. Okay. There's a whole other one. we really need to hit oh, that one goodness. because, yeah. you know, we have a person that's uh, currently <sighs> working with us right now that uh, had a hard time getting yep. over to our group. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you can tell she's a smart lady. You know, yeah. she's a sharp lady. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, she said whatever, it didn't matter what she did, that same manager kept giving a pushback. Push kept back. giving a pushback. And the only thing we can tell it was. Oh, say it. Say it. So Don't get offended, people. Don't please don't, people. Don't get offended, people. She wasn't attractive enough to be on our team. And that's horrible. I hate that even see that's the other side of this whole office politics that people don't like to talk about, but it's reality. You know, I was telling my wife the other day. I said, at my I said at my job, the if you if we if someone looked at the management staff, every almost everybody with the management staff is what most people would mm-hmm. consider a very attractive person. Very, very attractive. You know, looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Male or female. Right. That's, all of them. That's Everybody. What, realistically, that's what the management staff looks like. And then, you know, it's sad because does that mean just because they look that way that they are more qualified than someone who doesn't have a... Apparently it does. But that's horrible. That's stupid. And I think that's bullcrap, but, but that's what we see and that's what's going on is that it's the people who 
you know, like you said, the person who came to our team. Mm-hmm. You know, she is a hard worker. She, mm-hmm. she even when I first got here, she was here before me, mm-hmm. and she was one of the mentors in our in our training class. See what I'm talking about? But it's sad because, like you said, she couldn't move forward mm-hmm. because you know, unfortunately, she's not what people would consider a very attractive woman. Right. And you know, and, and even you know, some people may may look at it a different way, but. I just feel like to me that's just cold blood. It is. It is. That's it's cold ridiculous. Blood. It's almost it's almost like bullying. And yeah, it's yeah. it's um it it, it kind of lets you know how we as a people, we as a race can't get past our own color lines, even if it ain't yeah. color. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. How how do you get past saying Oh, look at her, her with this blue hair, or her with this red hair, this, that, right. and him with all them gold teeth, this, that, and the other. You know, you can't, there's no way for us, we can as a people, position ourselves in any arena that we won't be judged. You know, yeah, there's, that, there's really nothing we can do. Just like when I was telling you the other day, <sighs> you know, they came and talk, touched everybody. Touched yeah. everybody, want to tell you about this, that, and the other, but who they didn't touch was you. Right. That angry black man. They sure did. You know what I mean? Because if I say too much to Jr., he's liable to pop off. So let's let's you clarify too. I mean? Let's clarify. So what happened? We had a um a, a professional sports team that came to our, our our office and they're you know their mascots passing out little little trinkets and they have spokespeople with them. They're talking to everybody, speaking, being nice, passing out little trinkets. Literally walking by everybody, speaking to everyone. Not to mention you sit in the middle. I'm, of I'm the in the aisle. middle of the aisle. You know you can't miss big black dude with dread, right? You know, and I'm not even gonna say, I don't even want, I don't, I don't know how far their mindset was with this, but I know they walked right past me mm-hmm. and went to literally everybody else. That's right. So, I mean, apparently, you know, the office politics, it affects them too, even though they mm-hmm. they work for us because obviously we're giving them some kind of kickback, our company is, mm-hmm. you know, so in, in, in their own way, I guess for, for them to see me, I didn't fit the bill of someone they could have fun approach. with or approach, yeah, yeah. unapproachable. Mm-hmm, and that, mm-hmm. but that's, I had I had a manager tell me once, and I kid you not, she told me real talk. She told me, cause I went for an interview at a job back in Oklahoma City, and I didn't get the call back, and then I got a call back like maybe a couple weeks later, mm-hmm. and I was I was working a little temp job at the time, and I said, do you want the job? I said, yeah, cool. And I, we got cool over time, and I asked, her, I said, yo, what what happened? I said, why you didn't? Uh, her name was Heather. She was a cool, honest, keep mm-hmm. it real lady. I said, why you didn't? Well, uh, took the time to call back. She said, honestly, when I first saw you, man, I just didn't, you know, I was I felt like you might be unapproachable. She kept it 100. Yeah. You know, this is a white lady. Mm-hmm. Cool. Kept it 100. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Country, old school type of lady. She mm-hmm. was like, man, I felt you unapproachable. You know, and you know that was wrong. I shouldn't have been like that. But she said, that's the, that's the honest truth. Mm-hmm. She said, in fact, some, when you applied, I wasn't going to hire you because of that. Mm-hmm. But someone else that I was going to hire, they ended up backing out of the job. So I said, hey, about- this guy's qualified. Let me get him. Talking office about. politics, y'all. Office politics are crazy because it affects so many dynamics. And it runs deep. And I'm going to oh, tell man, you how deep, deep it runs because, see, I can have this conversation mm-hmm. and I can talk about how wrong it is and how um, uh, insensitive it is. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Sure and, sure. Um, and unethical and immoral. And I can say all these things. However, when I first met you, I didn't say much to you. No. You know what I mean? You it moved didn't. all the way to our team. Yep. I didn't say much to you. Now, I'm going to look at it in my own perspective. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't do it only because I judged you in a different way. Okay. And see, I didn't judge you as an angry black man or anything like that. I judged you because I saw you talking to 
other people a lot. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. And I kept saying, mm, nah, he don't seem too cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a guy on the stay over here. Yeah, that's you honest though. That's real for talk. Real, that's for real, for real though. You know, you don't that's know real. that you're judging somebody real like no, that. No, you know, right. and I usually. Um, if I if I have a judgment about somebody, I just stay away. Yeah, I'm with I just stay you. away. I'm you know what I'm saying? I don't say nothing about it. I don't put it, to, hey. give it to nobody else. True. I just back up. You know what I mean? I always let people show me who they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not gonna approach it because I got a my own little mental yep. idea of who you are, and I need to stop that. You know, well, I don't, don't want to. I don't want to be that person. That you know what I mean? So when I recognize things like that. I try to overcome them. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yep. And that's and that that's really how I pattern my life and that's how I work. So I don't have a problem with telling somebody what I thought. Yeah. Especially if you ask me. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you ask me what I thought, okay, here it is. it is. You know what I mean? See, you know it's funny, I was I I had thought this. I said, well, um, I said maybe my first impression was, and this is I think most guys can always tell it. I mm-hmm. said, Well, she's the type, you know, happily married and being friends with a guy at work that she doesn't know. It's just not what she would probably be do because mm-hmm. she's that type of woman. And that's what my judgment mm-hmm. was, and that's not fair. But that's what my judgment was. Right. And I was like, cause I kind of, I know my wife is kind of that kind of person. Mm-hmm. That she's like, you know, she's not quick to make no friends with no guys in her mm-hmm. job. Right. He has to be really cool and uh-huh. and and a certain type of brother, you know. Mm-hmm. So I kind of felt like maybe that's what the mindset was. I said, well, that's probably why. And I said, mm-hmm. I can respect that. You mm-hmm. know, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe her husband's the type of guy that. that with, with, with trip for having you know male friends at work, I didn't know anything. Right, right, this was right. my my impression. Right, your judgment. And I said, well, I'm not gonna say nothing mm-hmm. to her either because I don't want no problem. Right. So that was my thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think, hey, like he said, we all got it, but that goes along with office politics. Right. And I think though, me and you both, the impression that we have, at least neither one of those were malicious though. Right. You feel me? Right. Those ain't malicious. Those ain't like something that that we can't control type right. of thing. Right. I can't get, like, you know, cause you know what this job too. We got a little bit of time left, but you know how this job works. We have the looks is one factor that we see. I think mm-hmm. most companies see looks, discriminates on people's looks. But age, oh age is God. the biggest. We oh can go on and on about God. that, but people, even in our center, you know, how, I noticed in our job how the women, even the, the ones who are attractive women that mm-hmm. are older, mm-hmm. the younger mm-hmm. ones don't associate with them. Right, right. It's like, it's an age thing. Yeah, it's a line. It's, it's a, a line. line. Oh, it's too and, old, and you know, real- you don't deal with that. Right, and I realized that as older, you know, as I've gotten older, you know, it, it, it's first of all, it's difficult mm-hmm. to take direction yeah. from somebody so much younger. younger. Yeah, you know is. what I mean? Been, yeah, it really is. And um, I've noticed that they do try to approach you in a different way. A different way, yeah. You know, and, and of course they have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I they mean? Do. Because you could be some of these people's parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they do try to approach you. And, you know, I must say that for the company that we work for, they do have a respectable staff. They do. They have a respectable staff and they have a knowledgeable staff. However, that person in them mm-hmm. still shows way too clearly. Well, yeah, well, still yeah, shows way too clearly. That's the human factor. Exactly. That's the and, human it, factor. and it just goes uh, beyond, above and beyond what you actually oh, look for in yeah. a in an actual company. Um, so it's hard to combat that, yeah. you know. So when you say they only hiring people who look like this or do this certain thing, mm-hmm. they do still hire people who are valid for the job. Right. You know what I mean? They, they really do. do. Yeah. However, they look against people <laughs> who are sure also yes. very reputable and, and yes. valid for the open position. So, it's uh, I don't know, it's one of those Catch-22 things we're just damned if we do. Well, like I said, and, and, and we can let this sink in. In my training class, we had, I don't know, maybe 15, mm-hmm. 16 people on. We had quite a few. There was probably myself and maybe two other people who are over 35, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. 
whatever that means is whatever that means it was 12 of us and there were only one two three that were over 35 that's that's some nigga thing ain't it and not to mention there's only two of us left see mm-hmm. that's something to think on y'all we yep. definitely uh want to wrap it up by time um it's limited right now, so we got to go head back in. But we want to, you know, leave y'all. And we kind of jumped into that topic, yes, too. So we, we really did, didn't, we did. you know, map it out the way we normally would. Yeah. Uh, sometimes our passion and emotion just kind of take over us, you know? Yeah, oh, with that. Oh. Especially topics like this, you right. know? Right, so. something we're dealing with every day. Every day, every day. Okay. Hope it was a blessing, y'all. Hopefully y'all can take some of the things we talked about today. Y'all can just, you know, apply it and... And do what you gotta do, man. What, what you got to find the things you wanna say, Nikki, today? Yeah, just remember uh, our inspirational and helpful topic of the day. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Mm. Apply that in your personal life, your professional life, and all aspects of your life. Treat people how you wanna be treated. Real talk, real talk. All right, y'all take it easy. God bless. Full of convos.